monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Konnichiwa, and welcome to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G-san, and joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole Kuhn. Kawaii. Kawaii? Are you just saying cute? Yeah, because I'm cute. You said I'm the cutest? <laughs> okay. I, I only, I know Kawaii. Yeah, I'm not good at it either. You think you'd be better. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast, where we watch a film, uh, and we discuss it. And we bicker and... Um, horror ones. A horror film, yeah. Yeah, just only horror. Eh, this movie was a bit of a stretch, but it's fine. I think the body count the body count alone makes yeah. it count. We've watched movies that fit less than this, so that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this time we watched a little film uh, by the name of Blade of the Immortal from 2017, directed by, and in fact, the 100th film by Takashi Miike... Whom we have also we've watched another film from uh, Mike-san for the podcast. Mike-sensei for this uh, for this podcast. Audition. Audition. That's right. This is very different than audition. It was. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, we watched *Blade of the Immortal*. Uh, we're not going to play you the trailer because it's in Japanese, and I get made fun of by people when I play the trailer when it's not in English, and for good reason. It seems kind of stupid to do that. I can see what people get mad. Is what I'm saying. All right. Okay. Shall I you want to just jump into it? I, I looking at what you have up on the screen right now, was it a comic first? Yeah, um so Blade of the Immortal or initially manga? originally manga's just Japanese comic, it's fine. I appreciate you trying to be specific. And I but yeah, manga just means comics. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, uh yes, it was a manga. Uh it was cr created by uh Samura Hiroaki. Samura Hiroaki, sorry. Um and it ran from 1993 to 2012. So there's 30 Tankobon volumes of wow. Blade of the Immortal. I have read a small amount of Blade of the Immortal. I like the cover you have brought up. Yeah. It's like, it looks like pencil crayons to me. It's really pretty. It's very cool. Uh, and well, I mean, as long as we're talking about the manga source anyway, right now, one of the, one thing you might find interesting is it was one of the earlier manga that was being brought over in the early nineties before that was like really common like it is now. Oh yeah. Uh, and so now when they bring over manga, it's, printed the same way it is in Japan. So you read it from right to left, and you read the, you flip from... Right. The, yeah. Uh, what we would consider backwards. Uh, at the time, however, what they were doing a lot to for American audiences was just using a computer to mirror all the... So just, like, do a complete flip. So we'd which, be reading it left to so right. we'd be reading it left to right, and the panels would all just be, like... Right. Looking in a mirror, basically, and then they would change the speech bubbles. So it wasn't a very good system. Uh, it ruined the flow of most pages because pages are designed actually believe it or not to be read a certain way and right. when you disrupt that flow but what they actually did for blade of the immortal because at the time they were still making you read it left and right they were actually taking and rearranging the panels Why? Like, uh, because um uh samura hiroaki didn't want to let them mirror the art he said you can publish it in english but you have to maintain the flow I did, so they were actually going through and touching it up panel by panel to mirror it, so they could rearrange oh. it. And so it it works better than most of the left to right 
um, manga of that era. Because they put up more work Because they put a bunch of the work into it. Because he demanded yeah. it. It's still not as good as if they had just released it in its original form, but it's definitely better and it shows, so it's very cool. And so if you look... Can you get them now um, the right way? No, they've been here? published by Dark Horse in this In this in that format. Because they started it and they did the whole series, right? Yeah. So we don't have... We have a few volumes of it upstairs, but... Um, it's, it's very, a really good very, looking manga. It's like pencils. Yeah. More. It looks like, like more... It doesn't look as ink. It probably is ink, but it looks more like a like a just a pencil, regular pencil. Yeah, I'm not sure what the what his process was, and it also you can kind of depend. Lots of times in manga, depending on what page number it is, like because quite often when it's published, it's published in magazines, right? And so oh. sometimes you'll have a couple pages that are in color, because that month that manga got six pages of color and twelve pages of black and white, and the paper quality might change. So you'll actually see like a slightly difference in the reproduction of the art from the first couple pages. Right. Going forward after that. That's cool. It is kind of neat. But yeah, it's a really, really good looking manga. I would like to read more of it. I haven't read enough. Uh, but I've read enough to know that the film that we watched is a little bit different. But, it, you know, it gets the gist. The, the, the basic premise of the manga uh, is this character, Manji, um, has killed... Uh, he has to kill a thousand evil men in order to regain his mortality. So he's not able to die because he's been infected with these blood worms. They yeah. keep him alive. So in the manga, the premise is he's going and having to kill a thousand evil men before he can um, regain his mortality and finally die. So in the movie, it's a little bit different. It's still basically the same. There's just no, like, he's not going to kill a thousand evil men before. He has had no condition placed on when he's allowed to die, as far as we know. Um, but we'll just, let's just jump into the movie and yeah. start talking about it then. So as I said, Manji, uh, the movie starts off, he's a samurai on the run uh, because he has killed... He, his superior ordered him to kill a corrupt lord and his followers, uh, and uh, th it reveals later in the movie more details about that, but it turns out that his superior who ordered Manji to commit these murders was himself corrupt, and one of the people that Manji killed was actually the husband of his sister, Machi, and uh, Machi kind of loses her mind from grief because of uh, Manji killing her husband in front of her. So, you know, he's riddled with guilt and... Um, takes he was, care of her. Takes care of her. He's supposed to commit suicide, as honor would dictate, but he chooses instead to take care of his sister. Uh, and so while they're on the run, um, uh, he's talk He ends up running into this old nun. She's just like this old like woman. She's she's like a nun, but um, she's eight hundred years old and talks about you know why he makes his decisions. Blah blah blah. While that happens, his sister wanders off, uh, and he ends up finding her being held hostage by this large group of Ronin who are out for the bounty on Manji's head, because there's a big, gigantic bounty on his head after killing all, all those, those people. people. Yeah. Uh, and so, anyway, um, basically the head of the Ronin demands that Manji drop his swords, and if he does, he'll let his sister go. So he does, and then he kills his sister anyway. Which it's so heartbreaking. It was. And then Manji gets fucking mad, and kills every last motherfucking one of them. There's like a hundred of them, and there's this really really great oh and it's all black and white it's all in black and white yeah uh this whole opening sequence where he's fighting it, it reminded me maybe not quite so much but at least in the black and white of, of the the crazy 88 fighting kill bill it did remind me of yeah. that too but also just the the black and white was so beautiful it yeah. was so crisp yeah uh it just was really 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 pretty and one thing i thought that was so cool about it was that opening scene wasn't really about being a flashy kick-ass fight scene like it doesn't really do a bunch of wide shots to see you can see what's happening all the time but the the camera's more following manji's like face and body as he's moving yeah. and not so much the action which was a kind of a neat choice because it wasn't really about this kick-ass battle sequence yet 
there'll be plenty of that to come. Well, even like in the beginning, I I found that he did some of the super quick cutscenes that you see in a lot of action movies yeah. nowadays. But it has you like could, kinetic feel. But you could still see exactly what was happening. Where yeah, I they found, actually lit the movie. I found a lot of action movies, the cutscenes and everything are, are so fast that you can't even f- follow it. Like, yeah. I don't know who made the joke about the Transformers movies looking like a trash can tumbling a dr- down a the drum stairs. Set. A, a drum set. A drum set, set falling down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. that's literally yeah. all those movies are to me. But yep. this was really cool. And then it also cut, like, um... um what am I trying to say? Juxtapose that with really still shots. Oh, yeah. I, I mean... It was just beautifully made. Oh, it, it's a phenomenal-looking movie. Like, it's beautiful. I mean, it's it's a really kick-ass, fun action movie, but it's also really good-looking and just patient <laughs> and great. Anyway, um, after he kills everybody, he's been mortally wounded, his arm's been cut off, and he's laying there dying, and he basically just asks the nun lady, Hey, can you kill can you me? Just fucking kill me please that'd be great and she's just like fuck that she puts blood wor- sacred blood worms into him and then we get this shot of the blood worms shooting out of his severed wrist grabbing onto his hand and like reconnecting his hand while he's like screaming in pain as they're healing him and it yeah. cut- and it like bleeds into full color and you see like the rivers of blood running everywhere and him yelling with these blood worms and we cut to 52 years later right which is awesome uh and enter the other protagonist of this film, whose name is Rin Asano. Uh, and she basically hires Manji to be her bodyguard to avenge the death of her father, Kurose, who was killed at the hands of uh, Anotsu Kogehisa and the Ito Ryu, which is the samurai assassins that he leads, because they come to his... Her right. father was like school. A, a school, a fencing school, like a combat school, and uh, they're going around J- Japan, Edo, and killing all of these other combat schools so that they'll be the only one. Because they think their way is the right and only way to do it. Or rather, yeah. I mean, I think it's that and also like... What you find out later. Yeah. We, you find out more about where... Like, he's not completely an unsympathetic villain. No. And what's his name? The the bad guy? Yeah. Uh, his name is Anotsu Kageisa. And he was not what you expect a bad guy he was awesome. to look like. He wears like a powder blue kimono and he is cute. He looks like he's very thin, young looking, very pretty boy. Like he's in a boy band. Yeah. So, okay, I was telling you this later. The main character in this film, uh, Manji, is played by um, uh, Kimura Takuya, who in Japan is, well, is a, he's a famous actor from TV and movies now, but he was originally famous because he was part of a boy band called SMAP. They were one of the best-selling boy bands in Asia in the 80s. Oh, not the, not the villain? No the, no, the main guy, Manji. He oh, was he, in a boy I, band. I think yeah. I misunderstood what you were saying to me then, because I thought you were talking about the the villain who looks like a pretty boy band. Yeah, he was in a six-person boy band. These guys smap. Smack. And uh, they were really huge, and then he kind of no went way. off and did acting and became a very successful, popular actor in Japan, and is the main character and protagonist of the game I'm playing called Judgment, oh. the PS4 game. And I was like, that's why I recognize that dude. He isn't pretty, though. He was when he was younger. Probably. He's actually known for being very handsome. Like, if you see him not dressed up and uh, yeah, they, with the scars make, and shit all over his face and, like, and his stuff. eye all fucked up, yeah. And his hair is kind of crazy. His hair is... He just looks, like, disheveled. Nicole, the hair in this movie <laughs> is fucking on point we could literally prob- we could probably like have another episode just about the hair okay look you know i'm a big fan of anime yes and anime often has 
some fucking crazy hair. You know? And you're always like, that's not what hair does. This movie says, fuck you. We're going to make hair do that. So there are characters who literally have, like, fucking Naruto hair and shit. Yeah. Like, it's the best. It's so good. But I feel like it still suits the movie. Completely. Because the movie does, it incorporates humor a lot. Yeah. Like, we laughed at a lot of parts, and but still have the really serious, yeah. touching parts. So the, the hairstyles, it, it didn't seem out of place no, it, in it this movie. No, it feels very much like a comic, and I mean that as, like, positive. Like, it, yeah. it's leaning into the fact that, no, this is like a fantasy adventure action movie that just because those things are true doesn't mean it can't also have some, like, heart and brains to it. So anyway, um, like we said, Rin Asano, um, she hires Manji to be her bodyguard to help her kill all these assassins. And so, like, the first half or so of the movie is largely just Manji fighting a Monster of the Week kind of guy or, like, different members of the, um, the Ituryu. Yeah. And so, like, they come to him, and they are, they have different, like, character bits, and, like, they're different anime bad guys, and they have anime fights. They have different backgrounds. Yeah, there's, like, the... So, sorry, it Who did, was your favorite? But go ahead. It reminded me of a podcast we did quite a few years ago with Rob. About it being, like, a video game? About being, it like, a video game, and the bosses get harder and harder. Yeah, that was until, about scanners. Yeah, until you get to the main bad the guy boss, boss yeah. the final boss. Yeah, this movie totally did have, like, this much more than scanners had a feel of, like, yeah, we have to fight this guy, then this guy, then this guy, and then eventually we'll fight the, the big bad. Did you have a favorite? There was the other guy who was also immortal. He was cool. Yeah, because at first when he showed up, I was like, he seems like a nobody. Like, he's yeah. going to be easy to kill. Like, like he, he was like a monk. He And he just kind of had this, like, kind of bad punk attitude. Just seemed like kind of a dartbag. No, 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 not him. I'm talking about the old guy who at first he's, like, pretending he's a monk. And he's the guy who also reveals that he's also yeah. had blood worms. He wasn't, like, a punk. Yeah, he, well, no, not didn't look punk, but oh, his just, attitude. Oh. Because he's the one who's been alive for, like... Yeah, so yeah. there was like, I thought it was cool how they like misled me there. Yeah, he he was very cool. Um, I also like the first one he fights, who was like, say, the, like the first the dirtbag who's trying to like mac on Rin, even though she's a little he's girl. He's gross. He's gross. He like puts his thumb yeah, in her mouth. He was gross. But he has her mom's head sewn so into <laughs> his yeah. costume, like on <laughs> his shoulder. Sweet. That was cool. It was that. really But I think my upsetting. favorite was actually the guy with the mask and the super fucking Goku hair. Yeah. Just because I loved his whole vibe, his whole look, his his hair. Also, the, oh, he was the, so the, very, the very first one that we were just talking about, his mask and helmet reminded me of Shredder from Ninja yeah, Turtles. And I was just, vibe. I just love Ninja Turtles. So that's <laughs> probably very why good. I liked it, that one a lot, too. Yeah, I like the one. Was that the one, the one you were just talking about? Was that when Manji gets stuck in this quicksand? The quicksand guy was the spiky. Was the yeah. anime guy? Yeah. And then the guy that you like was the guy who actually poisons him. Remember, he gives him the yes. poison that makes the, that weakens the blood worms. But that that's also the guy that has immortality. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the guy at the quicksand wasn't him. The guy no, at the quicksand I know. was the anime hair guy. Yeah, I didn't really care about that guy, but the part where he's stuck in the quicksand and still fighting was really a uh, really cool scene. Right. So anyway, they discover that uh, Manji's been killing some of their dudes, and at the same time, uh, our our villain, uh, Kagisa Anotsu, has been like approached by uh, a representative of the Shogun to say, like, hey, we want you guys to be the official sword school of the Shogunate, 
We'll need to train all the army guys, so yeah, go and finish off all these other things, and you guys will be our squad. And he's like, rad, let's do that. Uh, and that's the thing, this movie, despite being just a wicked action movie, actually has a pretty good plot, too. So uh, things carry on, carry on, um, and we learn that uh, Kagehisa has been sent to Mount Takeo to recruit this dojo master. Uh, right. Right, so... Um, I remember now. Yeah, there was also... There was the bit... Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, we'll get to that after. Okay. But, uh, so anyway, he's going to do to deal with that. There's the um, the guy who's the representative of the Shogunate whose name... I forget what the hell was his name. Ah, uh, shit. I guess it doesn't really matter. I, they're not all Let's make a here. nickname for him. Uh, Old dude. Mustache. He had a rad mustache. Didn't he have a mustache? <laughs> I'm sure he had a mustache. He had a mustache. Didn't he have a mustache? Was it the guy who was... He was eating the yeah, snacks. Yeah, that guy. Say, okay. Yeah. So, um, anyway, a bunch of this stuff keeps happening. Manji keeps fighting guys. Now he's got this blood poison that's weakening the blood worm, so, so he's it, taking longer to heal. So he's just getting more and more ass kicked as the movie goes on, where yeah. he's just like disheveled and beaten down and bleeding, and pissed off and limping. Yeah. He's just like, oh, this fucking sucks. They do a good job of the blood worm um, yeah. stuff, though, because they're doesn't take away that person's pain like oh you know it's so fucking hurts yeah so he's like it just seems like this like he's so tortured by it yeah. all he the, the relief that you would feel in death from these wounds he doesn't right. never get right uh, he doesn't so never get he never gets Manji and Rin are still traveling to get to the main town to find the bad guy and when they get there they encounter this woman Nemaki Otono Tachibana who is this totally awesome, rad, kick-ass ninja girl with a spear thing, with these, like, oh, the right. two swords that are... I forget what the weapon they is kind called. Of, all the weapons in this movie are they so move, cool. They're all attached, but they move independently of each other. Yeah, it's like a bow staff that's, like... Almost like a rope. It's almost like nunchucks plus bow staff plus spears. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, it's that's, really cool. So she comes in and she beats the shit out of Manji, uh, but she ends up deciding not to kill him because she actually isn't bad. And she, and it's the first time you realize, well, why is she on the bad guy's side? Because she doesn't seem bad. And then we learn more about the history of um, why Rin's, de why uh, our villain, who, uh, yeah, I forgot his name again. I, Kagihisa hate, hated Rin's father so much. Right. when he was younger, he had been pledged, or no, his father right. had been pledged to um, Rin's grandfather, who ran that school, and had defended him and saved his life, but using this crazy axe instead of a sword. And so the they threw him out of this sword school and banished him because it was a, not a noble and honorable weapon to use. And they had this like real hard-ass attitude about, oh no, our way is the best way, blah, blah, blah. So they threw this guy out, even though he saved their life and had been a loyal follower. And so, so yeah, it's all says, it's all much more personal. Yeah, and tied him with the honor of his family and all that, which makes him more sympathetic. Yeah, I mean, he's which, still pretty sadistic. But. When Rin finds that out, is when she has trouble committing to him being to to killing him or asking yeah. Manji to kill him. Yeah, because she. Because now she, yeah, him. like she still needs to kill Kagehisa because to restore her family's honor and he and get the revenge and all that. But now she feels bad about dragging Manji into it because she actually cares about Manji and Manji's also getting his ass handed to him over and over again because the bloodworms are getting weaker and so she's worried about him and she ends up trying to run off. But uh, before that happens, um, they also meet up with uh, this group, the Magai Mugai Ryu is the name of this group, right? Who meet up with. 
Manji and Rin decided, hey, we're all going to work together to bring down the bad guy on his because they've learned that Kagehisa is going to mount Takeo to recruit that dojo master. So they're going to try to ambush him on the road. Right. Uh, but while they split up to do that, the most sadistic member of the group, Shira, ends up attacking Rin uh, because she stopped him from trying to rape a prostitute that they had hired to pose as Kagehisa. The, the, the Ito Ryo had hired this woman to pretend to be Kagehisa as a decoy. Right. And then he tries to rape her, and she's like, don't fucking rape her! And then he's like, fuck you, I'm gonna kill you and rape you! And then Manji comes back and is just like, motherfucker! And cuts off Shira, uh, Shira's hand. Right. And Shira's just like, shit! Runs off. So they stop working <laughs> with those guys. They're yeah, like, we're not... That was a short-lived team-up. It was a... Like, friends off. That was the only part of the movie that I was like, oh, I wish this movie was even longer because that whole part got a little bit, like, cut up cut for me. Short. It was like, yeah, I didn't get enough time to really give a shit about these characters because they were cool. That's true. I agree with that. Uh, so eventually, Kagehisa arrives at Mount Takayo and he finds out he has been betrayed by Habaki. Habaki was the name of the mustache man. Okay. Uh, who has set up an ambush... Right? He gets ambushed on Mount uh, Takeo, and separately, Manji and um, Maki arrive soon after, and there's a gigantic all out battle on this mountain where they've been uh, ambushed. Remember? Yeah. And Maki ends up dying after she, like, jumps in the path of a bullet to protect Kagehisa. Right. Which was cool, then she kills those, the guys who had the guns. Well, she's, like, dying. Yeah, she was so cool. So then. Um, Manji shows up, which is great. He kind of stumbles in, and like he's gonna team up basically with Kagehisa to fight all the Shogunate guys, so that they can then fight. Because it's like, no, 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 I'm gonna kill you for Rin. Rin and I are getting our revenge on you. You motherfuckers don't get to kill him. We're gonna kill him. And then you get like 20 minutes of like the fucking best fight scene ever. Yeah, it was so good. They kill like if you thought they killed a lot of guys at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, the body count is pretty. <laughs> They kill a lot of guys at the end of this movie. Yeah. Till it comes down to, um, it's just Mon Shira also shows up again and they fight Shira, which was pretty cool. Um, and Manji ends up throwing Shira off like a cliff. Remember? Yeah. That was cool. Uh, and so then Kagehisa is fighting, gonna have a fight now with Habaki, even though he's been wounded a bunch of times. And he ends up killing Habaki, so it's like, that's cool. And Habaki, the whole time during this whole battle, is like sitting up top on this like platform, eating, eating like a bento box. He's got like onigiri, and he's just like sitting there watching this fight. Yeah. It's like, this guy sucks. Then they have a fight, and then it comes down to Kagehisa and Manji. And they're gonna have a fight, and then um, basically, then Rin. Does Rin do the final kill? She does. Yeah, so Rin ends up killing Kagehisa, restoring the honor, and then Manji collapses because he's lost so much blood, and he's the bloodworms are too sick and tired and dying, so he dies. And she's sitting there going like, "Oh, this sucks. This sucks. Why are you dead? Don't be dead." And then he's just like, his eyes like half open, and what does he say? Well, she's like, "Brother." He's like, "It's big brother. It's stupid. big brother. Stupid." <laughs> and then it ends. Yeah, and you're just like, "Yeah, Manji's alive." Yeah, and oh. We had so much fun. I and mean, this movie is, is two hours and 20 minutes. I didn't think it felt like that at all. It flew for me because it's so entertaining. It was really entertaining. I found it a little long, but there's nothing I could cut from this movie because it was so good. <laughs> cut. There's a lot of cutting in this movie. Uh. <laughs> the weapons are so cool. Oh, right. I remember commenting on that to you. At one point, you're just like, these weapons are cool. Okay, you know the axe that Kagehisa had? Yes. Didn't it look kind of like that crazy fucking axe from Mandy? Yes, yeah, did. right. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, but um, I really liked Rin, her Rin character, was great. and I liked her relationship with Manji. That yeah, did become quite big brother to yeah, her. Yeah, it was really good. 
But um, I also liked, and there might be some people who disagree with me, that she wasn't, um, she didn't, she wanted to seek revenge, that she didn't be all of a sudden magically, just with a little bit of training, become this like superhero girl, well, superhero yeah, no, she never woman. Got good at fighting. <laughs> no, she did train a bit. Um, with Manji, yeah. but I just found that they made her more human that way. That yeah, she's like a little kid. She's a kid, and she just is reacting on her emotions. Yeah, and I just found her more human than than the trope of of females in yeah. movies like this, where they, they all of a sudden become superhuman yeah, yeah. and yeah, kill well, everybody. She acts as like a humanizing influence on this guy who has arguably become inhuman because he can't die anymore. Right, right. he's sort of become this. Like hermit who lives in the woods and can't die. Look how fucking cool this art is. Like I do enjoy when they some movies do sure. that. The female that does become super badass, but I just enjoyed that they just kept her yeah. as a girl. Well, and the idea that like you can suddenly like over a, a weekend become like super good at martial arts is always kind of stupid in movies. Yeah. So I mean, on any side, no matter who they're training, if it's like that oh, was quick, like yeah, that was quick. Oh, his robe was so cool with that, like, kanji on the back. Yeah. So, cool. um, so there have been other adaptations of this. Not This is the first live-action Blade of the Immortal, but there was a... Um, in the mid to late 2000s, there was a 13-episode anime, which okay. I have not seen. And there is currently airing on Amazon Prime a new, not 2020, anime oh, adaptation really? of the manga that I'm going to watch. And then I'm going to read more of the manga, and then I'm going to watch this movie over and over again, because it's so cool. I liked the comment you made um, while we were watching it, that Manji, while he's fighting, he's not graceful. It's not oh, about his yeah. form. He's flaily and awkward, and totally. but he gets the job done. Where, yeah, um, so what's the bad guy's name again? Kagehisa. Kagehisa was very much about form and grace. Yeah, because like and beauty. You realize that Manji doesn't need to be super graceful and precise because he can't die. Oh, he is pretty. Look at those cheekbones. Yeah, when he's not like yeah. dressed up as him, he's actually this like slender, cute dude. Yeah. He was known as like a heartthrob guy. This is him younger when he was in the boy band. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right? I see cute it. As hell. Look at his hair, he totally has yeah. Hanson hair. This is what he looks like in the game I'm playing. Okay, I watched you play yeah. some of that. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so they, they make him look really badass in Blade of the Immortal, though. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if it wasn't obvious from my going on, I really, really like this movie. I had so much fun watching it. Do you have more to say about Rin, her character? I just, I thought she was really nice. Like, I really liked her. She was interesting. She wasn't one-dimensional. You know, she felt like a kid who, uh, who needed to get revenge both because she's a kid and has emotions and for the honor of her family and all that kind of jazz. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the, the relationship she comes to have with Manji I thought was really good and, like, this very much big brother, little sister situation. She becomes, like, a surrogate replacement, not a replacement, but, like, she fills the role, the void that was left in his life when his sister died and he basically just wanted to die after that. He had no more reason to live. And then he was cursed to not be able to not, to not be able to live, to yeah. not live. And so then she's kind of filled that void, and now he has a reason to live again. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of neat, without falling into like, oh yeah, she's just she gets fridged so that he has a reason to fight. It's like no, she no. she doesn't really like she helps and like a lot of the times it's like Rin stay behind me because I'm the immortal fighter and you're a child. Yeah. Instead of like, well, I'll protect you, but it's like, well, yeah, you'll protect. That's why she fucking hired you because she's a little kid and you're a samurai. Yeah. So it, it works. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you agree. I really liked. The oh, I keep forgetting the bad guy's name. Kagehisa. Sorry, 
Peggy, he's that he his character was really interesting because like he wasn't one dimensional. He was multifaceted and yeah. um, was sympathetic, and the story is sad as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And yeah, I, I just liked all the characters. I liked all the. It's kind of episodic for a while until it gets to the end. It all builds up to that great crescendo at the end. All the performances are really good. This, the production design is great. The action's great. The cinematography's great. It's just a really fun movie. I just kept thinking, like, oh my god, they must be so tired after shooting these scenes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> so that was what we've talked about it before, but, like, demanding. one of the reasons this looks so good is that, like, they clearly put some time and effort into the fight scenes. They have actors and performers and stunt people who can actually do shit. Yeah. So they're able to light it and shoot it so you can see what's happening instead of hiding the fact that nobody on set knows how to fight. Yeah. Like watching a fight scene in every Marvel movie where it's like, they might as well have done it in the dark. Because yeah. nobody there was within five feet of each other and it just looks like dog shit. Um, I was listening to the podcast um, History of Horror mm-hmm. and the interview with Bruce Campbell. And he was talking about, you know, his his career of doing Evil Dead and what, what's the TV show Ash versus Evil? Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, uh, and him being, you know, more of a seasoned actor at this point, and then them getting a lot of new new actors and actresses on the show, and he would he would tell them, you know, horror the horror genre doesn't get enough credit, and if you can act in a horror movie you'll find everything else to be a breeze. He's like, because you act in a horror movie, it's, phys- it's like you're running for your life, screaming at the top of your lungs, covered in fake blood. The w- then you have to go stand in the shower with your clothes on because the fake blood dries and you can't even take off your clothes. <laughs> so you have to wait in the shower for the blood to There's soften and and take it off. He's like, and then what? what's every other acting gig? You go up to the grocery store, you talk to the clerk for a <laughs> while, easy peasy. Like the way he said it was really funny. I thought of that in this movie with all the fighting yeah. and all the blood and everything. No, I'm just looking at pictures of his of boy band. band? Was, no, of the boy band that he was in. Like, oh. Yeah. Which one's him? Uh, he's actually not in that one. Oh. He left the band, right? But he's... Um, him, guy. yeah. Cool. Well, that was a fun movie. I yeah. hope you all enjoyed it, because I sure did. Nicole, because you are you and you like to make me work harder... <laughs> What are we doing in February? I'm the shortest month, I might add. <laughs> I picked a versus. So we're gonna watch two movies. Yay! We haven't done a versus in a long we time. We haven't done a versus since coming back. If this is your first versus, the premise is we watch the original and the remake of a movie, and we just compare them. It's not that complicated. Yes, and Joey's usually old school, and I like the yeah. new ones more often than Do you not. Do you want to tell them what you what happened? Yeah, fine. <laughs> so I was so excited. I picked. I wanted to pick Pet Cemetery because I haven't seen the new one, and it, I've heard it's not very good. But I still wanted to see it. And I said I would do it. And but Joey's such a pansy. No, I said, look, I hate Pet Cemetery. I will do it because I'll, that's what you want. What you really, really want. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. But if there is anything else that you would consider, I would appreciate if you would at least look first. Because I really don't like Pet Cemetery. A little boy the same age as our son fucking dies. It's the whole premise of the goddamn yeah, movie. Yeah, but he comes back. He comes back bad. He still dies. He gets hit by a truck. And when I saw that movie with you, like, when we were in high school, long before we had kids, I hated it for that reason then. So I can't even imagine how much I would hate it now. Yes, so I appreciate so it. now I changed it to... So thank you. I appreciate it. 
I changed it to the fly. Which is so much better! Which I have never seen either of them, so... Oh, you've never seen the either fly? No. Oh, I'm so excited for I've, these now. I've seen the transformation scene in the, I guess, the, in the David 1986 one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I'm fucking stoked now. I'm excited to watch The Fly with you. Yeah, and I love um, Jeff Goldblum, so... And Vincent Price. Vincent, Vincent Price, Price is the, in the original? Yeah. Oh. Help me! You've also seen the Simpsons episode, right? The, of the Treehouse of Horror where Bart... Yeah. That's a good one. I've seen that, that Treehouse of Horror so many times. It's a good one. Well, anyway. That's uh, um, gonna be February for us. That's gonna be February, so look forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, in between time... We are going to leave you now. Uh, look at my computer background. No one else can see it but me, Joey. It's great, though, right? We don't need to talk about it. It's my. It's May from Rascal Does Not Dream okay. of Bunny Girls Empire. Uh, Alright, so until next week, uh, next time, I should say, I am the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. Y'all stay scary now? Kissy, kissy. How you should watch Rascal Does Not Dream right. of Oh, and Gundam. Ever decide. To wed this man